Welcome back, Patriots. Welcome back to Survival Defense Tactics, helping you take care of yourself so others won't have to. Go to anchor.fm, sign up for listener support if you'd like. You can also give some feedback for any of the episodes, make comments. If you want to, go to YouTube and hit the like and share if you like the videos. What is the difference between bugging out and bugging in? Well, two entirely different concepts. So, bugging out means leaving home with at least three days of food and water to relocate to a more secure location. That's what the experts, as they are, tell us. Every family member needs at least three days of food and water. So, if you're a family of four, do the math. Pretty simple to figure out. In order to get to your bug out locations, there are things you need to consider. Are you walking? Was it an EMP disaster? None of the vehicles are working now? Or are you lucky enough you have one of the ones that doesn't have a computer in it? What if you're walking, horseback, go-kart, bicycle? How are you getting there? This is going to be important when you consider how much stuff you're trying to carry to your bug-out location. Bug-out bag is something that every bug-out scenario would really require. And just to give you a few highlights of what would be in a bug out bag, it should have a knife, spare ammo, first aid kit, cold weather gear when it's appropriate, warm weather gear when it's appropriate. That would be the difference between insulated clothing and extra water. Should have a map and compass, fire starter kit, etc., etc., etc. These are things that you will have to decide on what you think you should have with you. And of course, I certainly, I certainly believe that every bug out bag should have a good sharp knife, extra ammo, food and water. Now, if you're driving, suppose you're bugging out because of a wildfire. We'll use that for an example. Your vehicle should be fully fueled at all times. This should be a habit. Never let your vehicle get below a quarter tank of fuel. In fact, when possible, when our fuel tanks hit half a tank, I top them off. I like to keep them as full as possible. And getting down to quarter tank or less, well, that's not pleasant when you're considering that your bug out location may be 200 miles away. Either or, just try to keep your fuel tank filled up as much as humanly possible. You should be able to get in this fueled vehicle, car, truck, SUV, doesn't matter, and loaded in only a matter of minutes. Which means if your plan, your bug out plan is solid, when it's no longer a drill and it's time to go, your spouse, your significant other, your older children, whoever it is that's in the, in the home with you, will have a set of chores they have to get done. Wife, her deal might be to grab all the birth certificates and the baby pictures and marriage certificates and important documents. Maybe that's her job. She is responsible for making sure that stuff gets in the vehicle. Maybe you have a teenage son, and his job is to see to it that predetermined and allocated food and water that you've already decided. I've gone over this with him a thousand times. We've done drills. He knows to grab this, this, and this, and it goes in the bed of the truck. Right? Maybe you've got a little, a younger daughter, and her only responsibility is to get the family poodle 
and make sure that the family poodle and leash get put in the vehicle. Everybody has a job to do. Everybody's ready. Everybody's done the drills plenty of times. They're comfortable with it. That way when the, when the word comes down that you've got to get out, nobody panics. Nobody's running around like a chicken with their head cut off. They have practiced this, kind of like the fire drill at school. You're calm. You're collective. Everything happens, and you go. And with all good fortune, you get out well ahead of schedule before the traffic gets jammed up and stupid or before the wind picks up and moves the wildfire in front of you as opposed to behind you. So, things to keep in mind. When your vehicle gets loaded, don't forget your prepper passport or your important papers and your keepsakes. These are things that in a wildfire situation, well, the keepsakes would be impossible to replace and it would just be a nightmare to get important documents, birth certificates and wedding certificates and all that stuff to get those back. That would be a uh, lengthy process and a very unnecessary one if you're prepared. Let's talk about a go bag. A go bag, similar to a bug out bag, could be lighter and smaller if you have prepared in advance and basically already moved important documents and keepsakes to the bug out location ahead of time. Trying to predict a natural disaster, I don't know how anybody could possibly do it. But if you live in an area where, where wildfires are prominent, and we'll keep using wildfire for the example, where wildfires are prominent, maybe your bug out location isn't a log cabin. What if it's a cabin made out of cinder block with a metal roof as opposed to asphalt shingles? A lot more fireproof, not completely fireproof, but way more likely to stand a wildfire than a log cabin with shake shingles. So if you were smart and you've already got everything moved to your bug out location, everything that's important, your important documents, your keepsakes, all that stuff like that, then when it's time to evacuate and everybody does their job and everybody gets in the vehicle one last check head count pet count yep everybody's here guns food ammo water medic medical supplies everything's in the vehicle poof hit the gas go then you're wiser for it because you have less gear to have to grab the go bag would be vital should something happen the vehicle breaks down and you've got to go afoot you, you grab the go bag and you go Henceforth, the name go bag. Go bag does not mean you have half of your house on your back. It means you've got the essentials to get you from wherever you had to ditch the vehicle and make it on foot. Now, me, my situation is slightly different. I carry a get home bag, and I have a reason for this. A get home bag is what you would carry with you in your car or your truck, and basically carries the gear you would need to get home from work should you have to abandon your vehicle for any reason. Now since I'm self-employed my work takes me anywhere from five miles to 50 miles from home. Sometimes a little further but kind of rare. So my bug out bag is equipped with very lightweight food and I say that I've I'm almost ashamed to admit I carry ramen noodles in there. Not exactly the healthiest thing in the world, but there's carbohydrates in that. And I will be burning plenty of calories if I have to go afoot. Uh, I do carry a bottle of water, but I also have a Sawyer water filter. So on the move, 
and around here there's tons and tons of farm ponds and yes that Sawyer water filter will filter that out and make me drinking water obviously I'm not throwing my empty water bottle away that's how I carry water with me the get home bag is gonna have ammo in it it's gonna have a good sharp knife and a fire starter it's gonna have a small shelter either a tarp or a small backpackers type tent and some way to stay warm a small sleeping bag a poncho liner and a poncho however it is you're gonna do it make a taco shell and camp out that way you have to keep in mind a bug out or a get home bag I apologize a get home bag is not the Hilton it is bare essentials so that way you travel light if you travel light you travel fast and that means you get home quicker so it should be in your primary vehicle at all times if you're used to driving the family pickup truck and it stays behind the seat and for whatever reason the pickup truck breaks down and you gotta start using the family car get the bag out put it in the trunk of the car make this a habit it should be with you wherever you go I don't care if you're driving across town to visit a buddy or if you're going on a grocery run you need to allocate space for your get home bag or your go bag or your bug out bag whichever one of the varieties you carry make sure that you don't overload your car with groceries or whatever it is you're buying that you have to well I better leave this thing home today because the minute you do that that's going to be the day you need it so make sure you keep your your pack with you whichever variety you carry a bug out a go bag or a get home bag now I'm gonna get down to a couple of topics that some people think about some people don't to bug out first make sure you have a place to go now this sounds like common sense but I've, I've got a funny feeling that a lot of people when they talk about bugging out they get this idea in their head that it's gonna be a lot like the book of Eli they're gonna have a small pack on them they're gonna live off the land they're gonna thrive and flourish and live happily ever after and bullshit if you're going to bug out for whatever reason plan on bugging out to somewhere specific family or friends that you've made along the way that are out of the danger zone that should be your primary interest is to get there if you don't have one of those places to go yeah maybe you better start making some friends checking in on some long-lost relatives you really need to have a place to go for the love of God please don't wander around aimlessly thinking that you're just gonna bump into a safe haven and they're gonna open their arms and say hey come on in stupid you know have a place to go if you're going to bug in which is what we're going to do we have reasons for bugging in and, and not leaving our reasons are our own the only thing I can tell you if your plan is to bug in fortify 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 if your home is going to be the place you make your final stand and I pray to God that I it's not going to be the final one but that's where you're gonna be when disaster strikes you're staying home and, and you'll have your reasons for it fortify it and I don't mean build brick walls and razor ribbon and all that dumb shit no I mean have a place to store your food have a, a place to maybe drill a well and have at the very least a hand pump for well water have a place to put your extra medical supplies your extra your extra 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 
Make it so that you have everything that you possibly could need right there at home. You're going to have to because if your plan is to bug in, that means you have no intentions of leaving. And that includes going to the empty supermarkets to find the shelves have already been ransacked and, well, you should have prepared ahead and you didn't. So fortify, fortify, fortify. Whatever you've got to do, there are so many ways to put food back in your own home when you think, wow, my home's already cramped. Well, did you put any canned goods under your bed? Did you clean out your closet, get rid of all those shoes and put canned food in there and then put your essential shoes back in there on top of the food? Did you think about those things? What about storing canned goods underneath your sink? It's not just for cleaning supplies. Where there's a will, there's a way. And where there's a way, you'll find a place to put stuff. Bottled water, food, medical, ammo. You'll figure it out. When all else fails, Google search it. Ideas, places to put things, like apartment dwellings, for example. The people that live in apartments, I think, are the most screwed on the planet when it comes to disaster striking. And I only say that because I know that apartments are completely, totally built on functionality, not luxury, not copious amounts of space for storage. And that's what I mean by screwed. I don't mean that in a bad way or a negative way. Just I know you're working on very limited storage. Your reasons either way will depend upon you and your circumstances. You either plan on bugging out and going someplace safe, hopefully uh, a generalized area where you and your group, your family, your team, or whatever you want to call them, plan on meeting during that emergency. And everybody's got the location, everybody's going to have room there, everybody's going to have a job there, so on, so on, so on. I hope and pray that if bugging out is your plan, and I'm not knocking it, I sincerely hope if that is your plan, that you do some practice drills. See how long it takes you to get from your house to there on a good day. Whatever time you leave and the crap has hit the fan, if it took you an hour on a good day to get from point A to point B, plan on that trip being at least two to three times as long. If you're not the only one bugging out, and I highly doubt you will be, you stand a very good chance of roadblocks, traffic jams, just streets congested left and right. If you get the opportunity, for the love of God, don't wait till the last minute. At the very earliest convenience, load the vehicle, do the final head count, the pet count, and go. I didn't say drive 100 miles an hour. Try to get ahead of the congestion and get there safely and quickly. The sooner you get there, the sooner your group can start setting up for security and medical and so forth and get the plans going. Hopefully your group has a group plan for when everybody arrives. Every person has a job. I keep saying that. I can't stress that near enough. One man cannot do everything while everybody else sits around and reaps the benefits. Everybody that is able should have some form of a function in that group. And once you arrive, well, it's time to get to doing that. You know, everybody pitch in and makes the, makes the machine run a little smoother, right? I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know I ramble on from time to time and I sound like I'm stuttering or I'm stumbling. I don't mean to. I just get very passionate about 
things that people should be doing. Having a plan, man, nothing beats it. A person with a plan can do almost anything. A person without a plan are usually the ones that panic. If you don't have a plan, get one. And as I'm very, very famous for saying, have a backup plan for your backup plan. If your route to your bug out location is down a certain highway because it's almost a perfectly straight shot, keep in mind, you're not going to be the only one on that highway. And if there is traffic jams, roadblocks, maybe there was an accident in front of you and the road's blocked off because somebody was trying to get to where they were going too fast, well, now you're screwed. Have a plan to get around that. Not necessarily take off four-wheel drive through some farmer's field, but what if there's an exit you can take, even if it leads up and down county roads that are decent, not full of mud and ruts, if it's decent enough for you to travel and get past the traffic jam, something to keep you moving towards getting there. Definitely have a plan. If you don't, please sit down and come up with one. Have a backup plan for your backup plan. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. God bless.